0: Welcome to Sideline Judgment. My name is Sergio. And my name is Big Daddy 8-point lead Tyler. Call me a kite because I am flying high right now. Good morning. (laughs) It's after the afternoon, but wherever you're listening to this, good morning, everybody. Sergio, take it away. What podcast is this?
1: I am now accepting applications for a new podcast co-host. Ooh, baby. (laughs) I am now accepting new ones, and it is not because I want to kick Tyler off. It's because I think Tyler deserves better. Tyler deserves Ooh, is. a podcast partner that decides to have an accurate pick. Because apart from Alabama, I went Ofer. <laughs> apart from the absolute easiest pick you could have made this a- week. Apart apart from Shaq Shaq laying the ball up, I literally went Ofer. And we will talk about all of those games in a bit. We're gonna get to five wide, we're gonna get to two point. We're gonna get to the absurd point difference in our points competition. Ooh, baby! Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna recover from this. This may this may have set me back. I'm gonna for the play it pretty conservatively from now. Like I'm not gonna like pick
0: everything that you pick, but like so you're, this you're just was my go... week. This last week was my go big or go home week. Yeah, and I was aces, got every single thing I needed correct, and um, I'm just I'm content to play it a little.
1: Play, stay humble, stay hungry. Stay, stay humble. Yeah, stay humble. We got a lot of got a lot of football left, Tyler. Uh, before we get to five wide uh, rapid reactions, five wide two point, and our moment of the week, Tyler. Let's talk about the new AP poll. The new AP mm-hmm. poll is out. To no one's surprise, Clemson still number one. Bama still number two. Georgia ends up jumping the Florida Gators to number three. Florida drops to four. Um, Tyler, let's remove our bias here. Let's like, re- okay. Do you think after? that performance that we'll talk about in a bit. Um, do you think Georgia deserves to be third above us? I do. I,
0: I mean, agree. I I mean, my so it's actually fun. my dad texted me day and a lot of it was just like this Gators defense dropped us from 3 to 4. Don't like that. And I'm like, I think it has less to do with our defense, more the fact that Georgia beat the number 7 team in the country pretty handily. Yeah. We I would also say pretty handily beat an unranked one well, must-champ team. Yeah, like I'd agree, and, and defense, he- and, and and in fairness, Georgia has looked, Georgia weirdly has kind of looked, and I'll get into this later, a little bit more holistic of a team. Yeah, like their weaker side of the ball looks a little bit more together right now than our weak than Florida's weaker side Correct. of the ball. Yeah, um, that's still a long season to go. Yeah, and Agreed. we've only had played two games, and yep. Just Molzan could sometimes make anyone look like it, it doesn't, it doesn't <laughs> matter. We'll get into that later, but I think this is fine. I mean, like Georgia had a more impressive showing against mm-hmm. a more a higher quality opponent.
1: Cool. Yeah, I just have to agree. I agree. I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't, you know, take the no, bias like, out. Yeah, I mean, Florida's still a top four team in the country. Like, yeah, that the that offense is deadly, and we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah, um, I do want to point out a bunch of changes, um. UCF Mississippi state Oklahoma Pittsburgh and Memphis have all dropped out of the top 25. Tyler Woo! I literally I literally can't remember the last time that Oklahoma wasn't ranked I think it was 2014. it's been like six years wow so this for sure is a, the first time in the Lincoln Riley oh
0: for sure for sure like uh but oh I, I do believe like because 2014 was the last time they had anything less than like a 10 win season I think yeah, that'll,
1: um, and that'll typically keep you up there.
0: I think I'm pretty sure. I don't remember for ex- to be exact, but wow, um, that's oof. Yeah. yeah. But that's I mean, primal. also uh, number eight, North Carolina. I know. Like,
1: shout out, little, shout out to, um, shout out to Mac Brown, shout out to future Minnesota Sam Vikings Howell. quarterback Sam Howell, just know, you know, man. taking care of business after a three week year. layoff. <laughs> uh, yeah we'll see. we'll see where that goes man we'll we'll just we'll have to see where that goes Miami staying at 7 um welcome to the top 10 Oklahoma State yeah bienvenidos to the top 10 Oklahoma I State I mean
0: hot take that's not really a hot take like Oklahoma State is pretty clearly right now the best team
1: in the Big 12 like I think that's I think that has more to do with the Big 12 than how oh, good Oh Oklahoma 100% State is. <laughs> Oh 100% like yeah it's yeah. the Big welcome 12 to the is looking 10. like what was that year when even last year, uh, just the past few years of the Pac twelve, where it's clearly like one or two teams, and that's like the hope for the playoff. Yeah, that's kind of like what Oklahoma State is this year.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: basically, we'll see. We'll see where that goes. Um, Cincinnati ranked eleventh outside looking in. Um, taking UCF spot. Taking UCF spot. I we can have. I want to have the UCF discussion later on. We we'll oh, get absolutely. to two point. But but yeah, looking looking nice. BYU fifteen. Hello. <sighs> Hello. Hello. What is in the milk? Mormon's up oh, in here. What is in the milk out there, huh? Ooh, buddy. Come on now. They look good. They look really good. They look good, really dude. good. It's a shame that they're not going to be playing, like, more quality opponents this year. Because yeah. in a in a non-COVID year, if they're balling like this, their schedule originally was really, like, stacked. A lot of Power 5 opponents. Yeah. Less and so now. Less so now. Which is a shame because this is a fantastic team. So Yeah. We'll I see. mean, one. I will
0: say one spot above them. The Tennessee, spot above them,
1: the Tennessee Volunteers.
0: The Tennessee Volunteers. Did we not learn
1: anything? Like, <laughs> you know, Tyler, I don't think Tennessee listens to this podcast. Because the day after, I don't want to say the day, but the week after my rant on Tennessee football, they decided to extend Jeremy Pruitt. So I, I just, you know, they're not... They're not listening to us They clearly don't listen to this podcast. They clearly just don't care. And you know what? That's fine. Every podcast is gonna have haters. Tennessee's Tennessee's now a sideline judgment hater. That's okay. We can live and coexist in that world. We are okay with that reality. We're just telling you for your own good, you gotta make some changes. Mm -hmm. All right. Tyler, any any last thing on the top twenty five before we move on to our rapid reactions, Uh maybe?
0: bunch of new men entrance in the top 25 uh smu virginia tech um louisiana iowa state minnesota which is a little odd to me but um
1: kind of of riding that row the boat what kind of riding that row the boat high from last year yeah it's it's interesting um floating into the top 10 if you will
0: Oh, oh, wow. Okay. Well, I'm not going to be able to top that, so uh, let's just row our way back on over to Rapid
1: Reactions. That was fantastic, though, Tyler. Ooh. That is what we call a transition. Ooh. Rapid Reactions, Tyler. We start, as always, back home with our Florida Gators, number three-ranked team in the country last week. We beat South Carolina 38-24. to um, It's officially time to hit the – I don't want to say panic button – no, the not panic. Concerned not panic. button. Concerned The concern button on this Florida defense. Why are we concerned, Tyler? Um,
0: more so than any schematic parts of having Todd Grantham as our defensive coordinator. The one thing Todd Grantham is supposed to bring is intensity to your defense. And right yes. now I f- it feels like the defense is missing that. I'm gonna say quickly, I don't even think we're gonna need to talk about the offense. This is one of not the best offense in the country. Like they scored thirty eight points, and that's with the second half that wasn't very good. Like they weren't, they weren't even very good in the fourth quarter. And, um, anyway, but statistically like yards per play, total yardage wise, Florida actually had a pretty good game game defensively. Um, Mm -hmm. however you watch the game, receivers are getting open. They only, they, they were four, uh, South Carolina was, I believe five for six on fourth downs. That can't, that can't happen. That, that cannot happen. Statu- statistically, like, it's not that bad, this, this game, but situational football matters. And, and and this is part of my... I always think we need to reframe the way that we think about defense in the sense of, like, it's becoming less and less important to focus on um the total yardage or the shutting them down every single play, but it's about situational things. But Florida's not doing that right now. And yeah, a lot of that I, I do attribute to not having a spring, not really having much of a fall. So this is the part of the team that's behind that will need to catch up. Mm-hmm. Um, teams changed throughout the season, but it's definitely a concern.
1: Yeah. And I, I think I, I have to agree with you, especially on the the intensity. Aspect. It's kind of funny. Like, I don't mean to single any specific person out, but for example, there were multiple plays that I looked at Marco, Marco Wilson, and I was like, this is, this is not the stud... Freshman sophomore, that we have seen in the past. This is not the leadership, the veteran leadership in the secondary that we've seen from him in the past, or we've seen from CJ in the past, or or his brother Quincy or Tabor. Like we've seen that leadership come up, um, even going all the way back to Vernon. Um, we've seen that leadership, and I don't really, ha- I haven't really seen it. He's getting bullied off the ball, like there's simple out routes that are like five yard out routes that he's just getting beat on. And that didn't happen last year. That didn't happen his freshman year. So that to me is a bit of a concern. Um,
0: And the sign of a good defense is the ability to impose your will on the opposing offense. Florida is not able to do that so far. Yeah. And a large part of that is your corners. Like the ability to just shut down a passing game, knock the ball out of people's hands. And, you know, stand, like, stand, walk, like, over them. Take a step over them while you're doing the no, Mm -hmm. like, the no-fly zone signal. Like, it's very stupid, but that gets in people's heads. It's gamesmanship. It's gamesmanship, and Florida's not been doing that. And Marco was, that was one of the
1: best things about his game. and hes It's not showing. Exactly. And here's, I do want to say this. Whatever happened at halftime worked. Because in the third quarter, this defense looked significantly better. Like, I, I was concerned in the first half. The defense came out, and I thought, Okay, wonderful. It was the first game and the layover, first six quarters of the year. That's the moment we turned we, – I was going to look back in two months and say that was the moment the defense turned it around. And then the fourth quarter happened, and I don't know if it's a combination of the South Carolina offense was on the field too long and they were gassed or the intensity, like you were saying, the just the not, not as sharp as before. But the defense really just let South Carolina and Mike Bobo have their way. Now, Will Muschamp did give us a gift – by deciding to, you know, not have any sense of urgency down by multiple possessions in the fourth quarter. Um I honestly so. think Will Muschamp was just trying to get out of there. Do you think so? Did he did he just dig his own grave like on purpose? In
0: uh, not like like only on that drive. Like mm-hmm. I feel like halfway through that drive he's just like just run the offense. Like no like cuz you would need to have scored twice. Mm-hmm. You need to score, get the ball back from Florida's offense, and then score again. Right. And at a certain point, it's one of those things where you have enough time to make like two, maybe three drives. Honestly, if you if you really mm-hmm. are that lucky. Yeah. And it, at some point, it just takes so much. Like Florida had this problem against Georgia last year, where it's everybody was yelling at Dan Mullen to, you know, go like faster because you need to score two touchdowns, and then he brought the good point. I still he, he still so still should have gone faster in that game mm-hmm. but brought the good point is like in order to score two touchdowns you have to score the first one yeah for sure so I feel like that was part of it at first and then I think Will Muschamp didn't really care yeah <laughs> at the second part like because at that point it's yeah they're not gonna they're not gonna win like it was more honestly that last t- getting that last touchdown and stopping them was more of a confidence kind of thing in my opinion right it's that the confidence that you get from this win mm-hmm. is diminishing if you only win by a touchdown when you were clearly so much better than your opponent. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess that makes sense. I, I think that makes sense. Yeah. I still think I mean, with two – w- when you finish the game, to... when you have two timeouts in your pocket and there's seven and a half minutes left and it's a two-score game, I still think you need to play the hurry up. And... There's, like, no – No reason. Yeah, no. He he absolutely should have. I'm just saying I think that he just gave up. Yeah. Like, okay. And
0: – um. It's been a long time since I've been able to complain about fourteen point wins over SEC opponents. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I
1: I I feel like you know, we're in a good lining. place. We're in a good place there. Uh, last thing on yeah, this not game. Not even going to talk about the offense. Last but... thing on this game um, is Kyle Trask a legit Heisman contender? I texted you that. I sent sent that in multiple groups that group chats that we were in. I I'm being I'm being serious here. I think Trask I, can be I, a Heisman contender. I think he can be. He's got ten touchdowns through through two games. Okay, and Kyle Pitts has six of them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I it, it has to be considered. I,
1: I agree. Well, things like Justin Fields isn't even playing right. now That's what I'm saying. And and is he going to be Justin Fields put is enough... the
0: person that I would have picked. Yeah. Like Justin Fields would have been the person that I would have picked. Mm-hmm. Spencer Rattler, I think could like I honestly still think Spencer Rattler could be a Heisman winning quarterback, but I don't think he can be this year. Agreed. Um, Agreed. So those are his, and Trevor Lawrence is his other competition. Which the weird thing with Trevor Lawrence is that and then the Clemson offense is that. It's so clear that Clemson has Heisman-worthy quarterbacks, Mm -hmm. but they don't change their offense to get Heisman numbers. Correct. Yes, they 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 don't adapt. They don't
1: adapt for a Heisman campaign. Yeah. Right. I'm with you. I'm with you. Absolutely. All right, cool. So that's it on the Gators. Maybe. That is it on the Gators. Tyler, quickly, let's go through these games. Um, I put just a few here that I thought were interesting. North Carolina, 26. Boston College, 22. We mentioned that earlier. Yeah. they got lucky. Yeah. I, I have a feeling I have a feeling UNC is doing the thing where they are playing to the level of their competition. And mm-hmm. that is not a good sign because no. you run the risk of losing a game to Boston College, losing a game to Pittsburgh, losing a game to um, Syracuse, NC State, those kind of teams. So concerning their I mean, let's see where they go. Caveat North Carolina had about three weeks
0: off since their last yes, game. Boston agreed. College just played two straight games. Right. So Pretty difficult. And Boston College, I think,
1: is a well-coached team, but they—they they got lucky. They did. They definitely got lucky with that one. So, um, Tyler, Woo Pig suey. yeah, baby, Woo Pig suey. Woo pig suey. Full Mike Leach. Full Mike Leach experience. The, the, the yes, full I, Mike Leach I am experience. so happy for the people in Starkville, Mississippi, because they now they 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 rode the highest of the highs with Mike Leach, and now they are at the lowest of the lows. They understand what it's like to be. Mike Leach fan like they get it they understand like this is we welcome you with open arms we welcome you Mississippi State you you beat the defending national champion on the road in Death Valley
0: like with an a record-breaking quarterback performance then turn around the next week and lose to a team that has not won an SEC game in two years
1: and you only put up 14 Um, points
0: (laughs) yeah and look look up look 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 at this like we got a Felipe Franks like that's my
1: Nothing nothing but respect for Felipe he Franks deserves in, this. on this he podcast. He deserves this.
0: We're very happy for didn't, him. Didn't turn the ball over. Now, one of their touchdowns was a pick six off KJ Costello, to be noted. Right. They couldn't really run the ball, but he played a relatively good game. He had some good throws. And it's like, it's so clear. We Rightfully so, He got Felipe Franks had a lot of criticism at his time at Florida. Mm-hmm. But when you watch him at Arkansas, it's so clear that he is so much more talented yeah. and better than every quarterback they've had since like Austin yeah, Allen. And and like, I just um, it's it's
1: another reminder that what could of what uh, what could have been if Florida was run by Dan Mullen like two years earlier. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So before before Felipe Frank's confidence was exactly, broken. Exactly, yeah. Before and it had to be rebuilt back up. Exactly. By
0: the way, Sam Pittman doesn't get any credit for for Felipe Frank's, all right? Like, I want to give Sam Pittman some credit. Sam Pittman gets a lot of credit for this win, but I'm just saying this season, I, I, I can already hear people are being like, Sam Pittman. oh, Felipe Franks, mm-hmm. Felipe Franks sucked to Florida, then an old Georgia coach got him, and he was all good. And I'm like, no, 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 Georgia. Sam Pittman doesn't get credit for Felipe Franks being good. People forget. Dan Mullen gets credit. Exactly. Flip Sam Pittman gets credit for Arkansas. Being exactly, good. <laughs> like, but Philippe, Philippe they look Frank's,
1: yeah. miles better. If like, I buy, if I buy, head, if I buy Boar's Head, if I buy Boar's turkey and then I make a fire sandwich, I get credit for making the sandwich. I do not get credit for raising the turkey. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm just being precautionary because I know this is going to be a discussion at some point. Oh, we know. Um,
0: we know. Uh, that being said, Sam Pittman is doing a hell of a job at Arkansas. It's been two. It's games, been two and, games.
1: Like, they look so. Different. Tyler, they won a football game. <laughs> they won an sec football game i i wonder if they can win another one this year if they win two oh my gosh oh my Lord. They could beat missouri
0: maybe could be could be, could
1: be tyler very interesting right. very interesting let's move it forward um oklahoma state the only undefeated team in the big 12 they were ranked number 17 they're now ranked 10 they defeated my kansas jayhawks 47 to 7 um it's just very clear that there's one front runner. It's Oklahoma State's conference to lose now.
0: They have the only consistently
1: good defense. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, okay, well, there's some other 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 teams have some good defenses at times. But Oklahoma State clearly has the best defense.
1: Yes. They have a good offense, and they don't even have Spencer Sanders on it. I was gonna I say when he comes back, it's gonna be nice. Yeah, this yeah. is ok. This is the Big 12's final opportunity to make the playoff. Yeah. So they need Oklahoma State needs to, like pummel oklahoma and bedlam they need to take care of business against texas they need to do these things and go on the road and places and they need to just show the committee that hey i understand that we are in a bad conference this year but we are good i promise like please believe us we're good that's what they need to do so shout out to them uh kansas i still love you nc state 30 the number 24 previously ranked 24 um pittsburgh panthers 29 tyler your head is in your hand please do tell us why pit you were so close but they Tyler, were literally so close Tyler, but it, this
0: game was so good this is the pit like,
1: experience this is the pit exper- experience the pit experience goes is. hand in hand with the mike leach experience
0: i'm not like surprised at no. all like it's just it's just disappointing are you ever surprised you really wanna... by anything pit no does. i mean no i can never be by the way this uniform combination
1: we say this every week
0: good. dude like we say it every week. Well, like Pitt's uniforms were already sexy, and then they were juxtaposed with the white and just, red of the NC State, just and oh,
1: fantastic!
0: But um, credit to NC State for that final drive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Credit to Devin O'Leary and Bailey, and going in and just getting that getting that pass at the end. Yeah. And Kenny Pickett played really well. I was gonna say it's a shame um, he didn't
1: get this win because this was one of his best quarterback performances. He by he far did a really good job. So it's a yeah, shame. So, it really is, but this is the pit experience. This is it, baby. This is the pit and, experience.
0: Uh, I'm kind of all about it. I know. I love I, it. I, th- I, th- I think. I think. I kind of. I just. The thing is, like, all their games are are good <laughs> in the sense of competitive. They're not always pretty. No,
1: but no, no, like, no. Their games are fantastic in terms of I cannot take my eyes off of the television or my phone or my yeah. laptop or whatever I'm watching it on. So. Uh, Tyler, I put Coastal Carolina 33, Arkansas State 23 because due to the transitive property, Coastal Carolina have now – are now the best college football team in the state of Kansas. That's
0: all we need to say about that. That's all I need to
1: say about that. Um, I want to jump to FAU 21, Charlotte 17. FAU scores 21 unanswered points to come back, take care of business. Tyler. Do you know how many penalty yards FAU had under Willie Taggart? I do not know. They that. had 19. Please. 19 penalty yes. yards? Yes. Tyler, this is a Willie this is a Willie Taggart led football team and they like that's did pretty, really good on penalties. That's pretty wild. That's
0: pretty wild. Are you not are you not entertained? <laughs> that's pretty I mean, Lane Kiffin left a good he did. he did there he South did. Wilson, yeah
1: and so and maybe listen we talked about this we talked about this maybe willie taggart just isn't one of those big time power five coaches and he's just a fantastic group of five coach and that's okay that, they ain't nothing that ain't nothing to be ashamed because of. a 10 million dollar buyout from fsu is perfectly fine when you're also collecting that fau bread bags of all yeah. sizes from all providers willie taggart we stand. We, stand we do not discriminize against bags. Ever. Ever. Or the amount of bags. Okay. So. Yeah, absolutely. Shout out to them. Um, very happy to see my stepdad Raul. Happy. Uh, FAU. You know. Go Owls. It was nice. We're going to wrap up Rapid Reactions um, with Florida State 41. Jacksonville State 24. I want to just preface real quick. Um, the score of this football game was not indicative to the performance of this football game. Tyler. Talk to me about that one time so, that Jacksonville State was winning, <laughs> for most of the first half, <laughs>
0: for Jacksonville State and their Zarek Cooper, their uh, quarterback transfer from Clemson, were pretty handily beating FSU. Um, it started with a pick six. Uh, Jacksonville just State the
1: mo- just the most FSU way to start a football. Game. I mean, just Jim.
0: I, again, once again, I'm not trying to be mean, but James Blackman is so bad.
1: James Blackman, you oh, wait, no, can't it wasn't even, play football.
0: That's <laughs> right. It wasn't actually... I'm so I'm so messed up because I assumed, it said pick six and I assumed James Blackman. It actually wasn't James Blackman. I forgot. It was Tate Rodemaker. Um, That's right, because they made the a switch. A freshman. He finally got healthy. Uh, yeah. And it started off pretty bad. It was pretty bad. Yeah. But I will say that the tale and my friend... Uh, Blake Brandon, who was a g- really good friend of mine, uh, FSU alum, he told me because he watched this in a second. He, day, he didn't he realize this, this until entire after- game. Well, actually, so it's funny. He was uh, playing a little. he was playing a music venue, and he <laughs> missed the first half. And I, 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 went to go see him. I was wearing my mask, um, but I went to go see him. And afterwards, as he's wrapping up, and I'm helping him because I'm a good friend. Oh, uh, you I'm, are a very I'm, good like, friend. Pack- it. can't confirm. I'm packing up all the speakers and everything. And I was just like, and he has had no time to check his phone. And I'm like, hey, um, Blake, uh have you seen the uh FSU score? He's like, no, and I'm like, well, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, <laughs> but you're currently losing by two touchdowns. <laughs> He's like the funny thing is Blake's like, he his expression didn't change. Was, like, was he surprised? He's like not really. Like he was more of like, of course they are. Like he was numb to it. He pointed out something to me uh later when i was talking to him marvin wilson because mm-hmm. he was was ejected in the second half of last week's game so he didn't play the first half jacksonville state only scored three points in the second half when Mar- when marvin wilson played wow that is very indicative of nfl talent of, <laughs> yeah, of nfl talent yeah. um and fsu started to figure it out with their with their plays and i, I mean one of Jordan Travis had a 41-yard touchdown that was, like, a legitimate, like, great throw. Uh-huh. Like, which Jordan Travis doesn't ever do because he's the running quarterback. Yeah. But, like, FSU out-talented Jacksonville State at a certain point. Mm-hmm. Good for them to be able to show that they can still do that. Mm-hmm. I am – but it's it's bad. <laughs> and it, it, they they kept it from being worse. Yeah. So, so, credit to them, I guess. Credit
1: to them. Let's uh, – like we said on last week's episode – we need we, we want fsu to be good we really do deep down in our hearts we yeah surface level i hope they stink forever deep down in my heart i want them to be good i want them to be good because i mean we beat them right exactly i want it to be awesome yeah <laughs> man i can't believe we can play them this year anyway all right let's let's move on to the dreaded five wide recap this week i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> i i'm but hey i just want to let you know that it could have been worse mm-hmm.
0: five wide could have been worse for you because I don't think it could have. I, no, it could have because last week, the Ole Miss-Kentucky game, I almost picked Ole Miss, and on the on the oh, recording, I said, right. you know, I, was, I came in here prepared to pick Ole Miss, and I'm flipping to Kentucky. You're right. You are right. Anyway, are right. let's
1: go with the first one. All right, let's start with probably the easiest game to talk to right here. A M went into Brian Denny and played Alabama, 330 CBS kickoff. Bama waxed them, 52-24. We both picked Bama. We both got the points. Um... What is, what is I, I gotta, mean I, I didn't watch this game I, I saw something. the highlights it just it just Bama start to finish
0: okay a couple things one I will seed Kellen Mond was not the issue that AM had in this game by any means okay like, alright Uh, his surrounding town well his wide receivers couldn't consistently win mm-hmm. um against Bama's defense no shame right most teams can't right um his defense was having a real hard day which leads me to the other thing um First of all, Alabama looks on a tier with Clemson is way better than anyone else. Oh, for sure. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, two Mac Jones, Mac Jones is deep ball and ball placement. We got we got to have a conversation <laughs> because you see when you look at Mac Jones, you you get the impression that he is your average pre to a frat boy looking Bama quarterback. Got it. He's a Greg McElroy. He's an AJ McCarron. He's a Jay Coker. <laughs> he is none of those things. He is. I mean, he's not Tua. Let's let's calm down. Right. Like, because how hard can it be throwing to all these first round picks? Yeah. Um, but he's got some good ball placement. He plays from the offense. He's a good quarterback. Yeah. I think, just to say, like, I think that Kyle Trask is a better quarterback. Mm-hmm. But we'll see if Alabama, be, him, Mac Jones being on a better team, if how his numbers look. He played really well in this game. Yeah. Um, but Texas a m had no answer for Alabama's receiver speed. They just... They, they had no answer for it. Right. Um, and it wasn't like... Mack Jones had, like, three touchdowns of, like, 60-plus yards. Mm-hmm. And most of them were, like, deep passes. Right. So, it's encouraging from a Florida fan perspective that uh, Texas a ms inability to beat... Uh, to keep up with wide receiver speed is a thing. It's going to help us next week. But it's going to ha- hopefully... This could be a. This might be a similar a case though of Alabama beating a team, and then continuing to beat them for weeks because they they. It, this game was not a game.
1: Bama there was Bama a, does there that thing. Bama does that thing where they beat you and they beat you so bad that it affects you for multiple weeks or like FSU affects programs for years. Like, I mean, you can just trace all F, FSU's problems back to that game against Alabama. You know, they get their quarterback yeah. hurt and all that stuff. There's a there's a, a domino effect. You know and there was a point in this game where it was tied 14-14 mm-hmm. and
0: that was because of an interception mac jones threw that led to a short field for A&M to get a touchdown and then a good drive mm-hmm. um and also a play where where they thought that uh texan was running back that they threw the ball to had run out of bounds it turns out he didn't so he just kept going yeah. um so but the just Adam did not have the horses, and I don't know how many teams will have the horses to
1: keep up the Alabama. Yeah,
0: it's, and I would hear an argument for them being put over Clemson, considering they beat a better team.
1: I, I'd have to agree. I would hear it. I'd have to agree, especially with the with the way that Virginia hung around with Clemson this week. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Saban, we have to remember, guys, they didn't make the playoffs last year. This is a Saban revenge year. <laughs> He doesn't really take things lightly, <laughs> so nope. Keep that in nope, mind. Nope, nope. All right, Tyler. Let's uh let's head over to Texas. Uh, Memphis took on SMU. Memf- uh, SMU ended up winning thirty to twenty seven. And I just want to say the medical practice of um, Brady White uh, needs their license revoked because there's no way that <laughs> there's no way that a forty five year old doctor should. Be fumbling, should be dropping the tools he uses during surgery. Uh, it's inexplicable how this man turned the ball over in this football game. At the end of the first there half, there were a
0: lot of turnovers in this football I know, game.
1: but at the end of the first half, uh, the law, the, the, I'm sorry, Brady White is the, is our doctor. The medical the practice, medical practice like- of Brady White ended up throwing an interception that led to a fumble by, by, SM, by SMU Which then led to a Memphis field goal, but they were driving enough that they could have possibly gotten a touchdown, and that's gonna make a difference. They were down in this game, they ended up coming back, and then it was a tight second half, and then lo and behold, just with some ninety seconds left, the medical practice of Brady White drops his stencil or stethoscope or whatever doctors use. Okay, all right. And ended up giving SMU the opportunity to drive down and kick the game winning field goal.
0: This was truly a game where either one of these teams could have won. It really was. like, and, yeah. But SMU came out on the, on the winning end. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of turnovers, very random. But a large part of that, though, was it had to be said it was Brady White. Brady White had a lot of turnovers in this game. Right. And, yeah, I
1: still think Memphis is a good team and SMU is a good team. Agreed. But, this, is, this is fun because this was, like, top-tier American. And so you really get to see a oh, good yeah. quality football game. So that's good. All right, let's head let's head down to Kroger Field. Uh, Ole Miss took on Kentucky. Ole Miss ended up getting the victory, forty-two, forty-one in overtime. College kickers, Tyler. College, college kickers, kickers dude. Oh God, you how mad you got to be if you're a
0: Kentucky fan? Like, oh, just furious. By the way, this is Ole Miss's. This is the second of the next ten Ole Miss games mm-hmm. that uh, will all look exactly like this. Um, yes, agreed. I, I heard. Uh, I feel a little vindicated as a Florida fan about what happened in in our game versus them by what happened in this game. I cannot wait for this Ole
1: Miss Alabama game simply because it's just going to be a. Ole Miss has no shot to win, but it's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot of With- points, a lot of fun. Exactly. So, yeah. It's it's nice um, to see Lane Kiffin. It's nice to see the success that was had at FAU now with just better players. Like it's literally Transfer, it's literally yeah. what's happening. And I'm very happy with that. Uh I didn't expect Matt Corral. I think Matt Corral listened to the show last week. Did you see cut it he, mm. took <laughs> he took out his box braids? He took out his box braids and got a haircut. <laughs> and he got to win. His friends his friends listened to the show and were like, I gotta be a better friend. <laughs> so so win win for Ole Miss. Uh, they win the football game yeah. in overtime, and then they get Matt Corral's haircut.
0: I got to say, though, mm-hmm.
1: Kentucky is better than an 0 2 team. I know. It's a shame because Kentucky is so much better the than The product an on the field. They are really good. Yeah, the product on the field is nice. It's just they're not closing out games. They could be 2 0 right yep. now, very realistically. Very realistically. Yeah, and, and a 2 0 Kentucky team is a top 15 ranked team. I so. agree. It's a I shame. Agree. Tyler, neither, you, neither one of us got those points because we both took Kentucky. Um, all right, let's let's head to Auburn and Georgia. Georgia dominated start to finish, twenty-seven to six. Um, Tyler gets the point there. I took Auburn. You took Georgia, like a heathen. And hey, it, it, it felt dirty, but I'm right. Do, do, uh, are you? I was right. Do you like, do you like this dirty money? Is that what you do? Is that what you do? Yes. Oh, I yes. Stand that. Anyway. Um, I have an eight-point lead. <laughs> so Georgia, talk to me when you you, you, talk, you can't talk to me from outside the club. You can't even uh, get in. Gosh, fine. I'm on the guest list though. I just haven't arrived yet. Oh yeah, you're on the guest list. Georgia's offensive line dominated. It is Georgia ran the football at will, which is so ironic because Georgia was supposed to be this high-flying air raid type team they're supposed to go air raid they're supposed With... to go air raid um i watched on my phone the first quarter of this game and then i kind of just kept tabs uh tyler did we see jt daniels in this football game no not at all not at all he was technically Stetson bennett was the whole way he, yeah so the law offices of stetson bennett the fourth were really good we're mm-hmm. really good he, he actually mm-hmm. he played a really good game like i'm i was very surprised played i went really back to all these highlights
0: Here's the thing, like we just got to reframe. I don't think Georgia's bad at all. I just think that it's it's uh, everybody has to adjust what they thought about this Georgia team. They're just old Georgia. They are Aaron Murray or Georgia. Yeah. Like I was going to say they, they, I, they look, I felt it looks exactly like
1: Aaron Murray. Looks, I felt like I was watching a Mark Richt Georgia team. A strong yeah, and defense. some of those have been really the good. offensive line fantastic and they're going to run and pound the football down your throat. I think it was the second touchdown when Uh, Fowler said, and Georgia runs a play that they've run a million times, and it's just a dive play at the goal line. Like, that is so Georgia, you know? So, I think they kind of just reverted back to what they thought would work. So, for the rest of the season, are we going to see this old-school Georgia? Are we going to see that airway implemented? Maybe if JT Daniels comes
0: in, but Cessna Bennett's playing too well right Mm now. I do think, though, that... It depends on what happens against Alabama, because... Georgia plays Tennessee next week. Mm-hmm. I think they'll win. Yes, I don't think te- te- I don't think Setson Bennett will have any problems mm-hmm. that he can't overcome. He's going to play Alabama, mm-hmm. and I really don't think it's going to go well for him. Mm-hmm. And not to say that he's a bad quarterback or I anything; mean, he's going to be exposed or anything in quotation marks. Right. But because I don't think anyone really in, in the SEC is really that close to Alabama. And we'll see if that prompts, if that necessity of a of a better passing game that that game will create will prompt J. C. Daniels to take a step forward, right, into into the into the limelight. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, just like right now, if Florida and Georgia play tomorrow, I don't even know who would be who would win because mm-hmm. um, they both look really good. Time will tell. Is it like right now? There's going to come a time where Georgia is going to be faced with, can
1: we go to the air raid because mm-hmm. we practice it. Like, yeah, I mean, can, I, can, I'm can convinced Move away from old Georgia. They, I'm convinced that they were spent the little time that they had in this preseason working on that. So you would think like they would want to go there, but yeah. yeah.
0: Well, it's like the, the one of the, their first drive, they they just run down Auburn throat the whole game. They get first and goal inside mm-hmm. uh, Auburn's ten yard line. They just start throwing. Mm-hmm. They start throwing, and and then they eventually have to kick field goal because they're trying out to try new things. But and part of it is like. um, so, so you know, you can see that that influence is there, mm-hmm. but I think smartly for them right now because of the quarterback situation, they are going back to old Georgia. Right. But definitely in the Alabama game and maybe another game soon, they might they're going to have to try and move away from that. Mm-hmm. And we'll see if
1: they can. Yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see if they can make that transition. Um, and Tyler to finish up five wide Oklahoma, winning to Ames, Iowa. I guess it's Brocktober. It must be Brocktober, Tyler. You, you damn right it's Brocktober. We
0: party like a Brockstar out here. Not you. You're not allowed in the. You're not allowed in the party. You. You left. I did leave the party. You left. I, left. I
1: left the party early. I got a text. So at least for a week, for a week, you're gone. I was needed at home. Get out of right. here. Iowa State thirty-seven, oh, Oklahoma. You really
0: 30. think Lincoln Riley is gonna is gonna lose two times a game? Yes. Yes, I did. I'm
1: just just have it. Have at it. have at it. It, it, Tyler. Just have at it.
0: Iowa State won this game uh, in large part. I actually don't think. Here's the thing with Oklahoma. I don't think Spencer Rattler's the problem. Mm-hmm. He's playing well, but the problem is this is the first time in a Lincoln Riley team they can't really run the ball that well. Right. They can't really like like their offensive line's not being able to move as much, and their defense is a problem again this year.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Their defense is a problem, and it was it looked better last year, but it's looking again. And and this is the year I think that this we we can frame our expectations. This is the step back here. I think Oklahoma will be so good next year. Right. Um, but this is the step back here. And Iowa State, Brock Purdy, you knew that I just, and I knew, and we had, like, he was, he was bound to have that good game. Mm-hmm. And this was one of those good games. Uh, Brace Hall dominated. Iowa State had some situationally good um, defensive plays. But Brock Purdy, he was on it. He was on it then. Mm-hmm. Right. And he said, you don't go in Ames, Iowa at night while they're wearing the all black. That was
1: like, I won't lie. When I saw them, when I saw the uniform, like the pictures on Twitter it was like ready to play whatever from the Twitter accounts. I was like, oh man, this is a road game for, this is a road game for a freshman quarterback and it's all black and it's Ames and it's Brock. Per- uh, I, I regretted it for like 15 seconds. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to calm down. Like, I was like, let me calm down. I have faith in this team. I backed it up. I made my case. I had to reconvince myself. And even then I was like, okay, great. Wonderful. When this happens. Great. Yeah. I mean, this is the same situation
0: that West Virginia found itself uh, two years ago mm-hmm. when they came in as number six in the country
1: at night in Ames, Iowa, mm-hmm. when the Iowa state was wearing the all black. This was, there's a formula. I, I just think you shouldn't play teams that have a notoriously raucous night atmosphere. Granted, this is COVID and it was a little bit different, but there were still some fans in there. Um, Teams like Iowa, teams like Iowa State, teams like Purdue. Don't go to the Midwest and expect to win a night game if if the home team's wearing all black. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And I will call myself out on that. I'm I'm talking to you, Sergio. I'm talking to you, Sergio. Sergio, get it together. You know these college (laughs) football tropes. You've been watching this game like a hawk for at least five years. You should know better, Sergio. Shame on you. Sorry, I had to scold myself real quick.
0: Yeah, I. Yeah, funny thing though, I for, for my family, it's still Boomer the,
1: Sooner. It's still Boomer Sooner. Got love for the family. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. But like, I should
1: have known. I should have known. See,
0: see, being a good fan can also come with like knowing things about your team and what their what their challenges are. Um, I think that Iowa State, despite being two and one and having a loss to uh, Louisiana,
1: mm-hmm.
0: a pretty bad loss. Well, a bad loss to a good Louisiana team. Iowa State is two and zero oh in the Big Twelve.
1: Okay,
0: Iowa State's two and zero in the Big Twelve. So, so, so okay, so so there.
1: there is a there is a possibility. What if the what if our big what if our Big Twelve title game is Iowa State and Oklahoma State? I would be just so high. On. <laughs>
0: adjectives, man, positive adjectives. I'm saying them. <laughs> okay, but I'd be so happy because like the one thing that I love Oklahoma. I love watching Oklahoma. They're fun to watch, right. but it is one of those things. And I, I, you know, I was I'm the highest person ever on Spencer Rattler. I think he, he's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. But like, there is something to be said about. It'd be nice to see something, new. yeah. And with teams that we 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 know are good, we know are fun, but haven't gotten that that shot yet. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't. It's funny because like. The next team, the next game we'll talk, uh, one of the future games that we'll talk about was uh, um, pretty like another Big 12 team that's not looking too great. And like, um, I just think that, I don't think the Big 12, Oklahoma State's the only shot they got to get in the playoffs, yeah. but I still think that is a very slim chance. Yeah, I, I agree.
1: But it depends on what else happens to college You football. never know. College football is wild to begin with. Yeah. This year's even wilder.
0: I mean, the Big 12 was already the most chaotic conference and this year is just throwing it all over
1: the place. Yeah, I'd have to agree. I'd have to agree. Um, all right, so that was five wide. Let's go into two points. I'm going to say this quickly, and we're going to move on from this, Tyler. I picked UCF to beat Tulsa. That was not the result. Tulsa 34, UCF 26. The UCF offense literally just kind of shut down in the second half. Three points in the second it half. Was, Three, points. It just, Three points. I don't know. I was watching this football game. This was I was watching it with, with – uh, Lost the third best team in Oklahoma. Yeah yeah literally (laughs) so and it's funny because they beat um because it was a home game for UCF and UCF lost to Tulsa on the road last year so Tulsa's looking like the um Tulsa's looking like uh, Oklahoma's Kansas State right now for UCF so this is like those two years where Ole Miss somehow beat Alabama back to back yes and it really didn't make any sense (laughs) (laughs) this is (laughs) the same thing (laughs) Yeah. It was the same thing. All right, your two-point conversion, Tyler, was Ooh. TCU over Texas, and good God, were you right. TCU 33, Texas 31. You were aided by a fumble at the one-yard line within two minutes with Texas about to score the go-ahead touchdown. I never had any doubt. Not even never not won. even a sliver of doubt?
0: Not even – no, not – okay, I had a little bit of doubt. <laughs> um, no, um,
1: uh, the Dugatron. The Dugatron, yes, yes. He looks so. So, so, so you're weird going with my nickname. He, you're going with the nickname. I yeah, got. yeah, I, I adopted gotcha. it. I, right, I, was, I, was,
0: I was showing honor. Thank to you very you. much. Like, I'm just asking. Just one. Uh, Dougatron looks amazing. He uh, he's, he he's got that vibe of another one of those college quarterbacks that you probably probably won't be great in the pros, but like, they they are the heartbeat of that team. Yes. yes. Exactly what Sam Ellinger is to Texas. <laughs> T- Max Sutton is looking like he might be for TCU. Right. So crazy because he had all these medical issues prior to the season, and he just wasn't very good last season. Mm-hmm. But he played really well. Yeah. Um, he was a baller in this game, mm-hmm. and you know I'll say this about Texas: Sam Ellinger, you are not the problem. <laughs> you are not wanna, the problem. We want to give you that respect.
1: <laughs> uh, you are, man. Did you see you see his interview post game? No, I didn't see the interview. I I was watching bits. I saw snippet. I saw a snippet of it and it was just
0: like Texas deserves better. Like Yikes. And it's so crazy to hear him say that in the sense of like he was great. Like he was really good in this game. I mean he had he had some issues, mm-hmm. but um he played well enough to win in my opinion. Right. I think and it's I think this is we're gonna look back at the Tom Herman era and it's gonna be a case this happens a lot. It is going to be a case of players dragging coaches along. Mm-hmm. And I think that Sam Ellinger has kept Tom Herman from looking way worse to Texas than like it's just so evident in this game. Right. Um I also just gotta say, <laughs> Texas,
1: Oklahoma's next week. <laughs> Yawn. It's a noon <laughs> Red River. But it's always a noon. I game. know no, but I'm just like, saying, like suddenly it's a noon Red River and it's just like I'm it's not the most exciting game on slate. Blech. Just black you know uh but you know we'll see how that goes right I mean, we can TCU, talk about man. that later on in the week Tyler um I think T- there was a stat like TCU has beaten Texas like six of the last seven yeah years. it's like TCU like really has their number really has Texas number mm-hmm. so we'll see how that goes uh all right the score to date Tyler I have 10 points you have 18 oh say it again I have 10 points you have 18. Oh, eight point lead touchdown and a two point conversion Eight point lead touchdown and a two point i know it's a one possession game tyler don't get it twisted it's still a one possession game i mean okay it's not but um <laughs> we don't score like the most like football. the
0: most if i got every single thing wrong and you got every single thing right the most points you could score in a week is seven points
1: I know that, Tyler. I'm just... It's currently a two-possession league. Fine. Wonderful. Let's just move on to moment of the week, Tyler. Whoa. Let's move on to moment of the week. Tyler, what was your moment of the week? Okay. Uh, my moment of the week is in the Florida game. Yes. Uh,
0: there was a lot of cutouts. They were A lot of them were mm-hmm. great. There was one cutout in particular that really stood out. Um, it was Edward Ashoff, former University of Florida School of uh, Journalism alum former 8th reporter uh, who passed away from pneumonia this past um, spring right. uh he was a former gator band member he was actually in the gator band at the twenty thousand, uh, the 2006 uh, uh blocker around the world mm-hmm. um and they set up a cutout of him alone in the uh, yeah. in the band section to honor him yeah that was very and very uh, sweet. that was I'm, t- I'm even getting choked up just talking about it now. Yeah. Uh, that was a real big moment of the week yeah. uh, for me. And it was also so perfect considering he's so oftenly, openly taught. Like, they did a whole – like, last year when it was 150th year of college football, Edward Ashoff did an interview where he talked about being in the band at the 2006 Florida-South Carolina mm-hmm. game, and that was a whole part. And it was so – poetic that the, our first home game being south carolina yeah. and we get to honor him like that yeah. so that was a big moment definitely for
1: me. and i i noticed that and i kind of I, I noticed right before the kickoff and i was like oh okay okay it's emotional okay and i had to kind of yeah. you know I, I didn't i never met him um but i do i've heard nothing but great things and you know florida guy journalist you gotta keep up with that you know so very, very, very nice that that gesture was made by the, by the Gator Band and, and Gator Athletics. Mm-hmm. So um, my moment of the week, Tyler, Tapier. I will say that. Um, nice. Two friends of mine, Matt and Carson. I've known them since the sixth grade. Uh, they have been dating since the sixth grade. Kind of lost touch for a few Jeez. years. Yeah. They kind of lost touch for a few years now back in our lives because through my girlfriend, Alexa, all that stuff. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, they got engaged on Saturday. They got engaged yesterday, which is awesome i was very humbled and blessed and honored to be a part of that so it was only six of us there the two of them and then another couple and then alexa and i and it was very sweet it was very nice it was fantastic um i wish them nothing but the best and happiness in their lives so can't wait to see that happen who knows when they're gonna get married because you know but they are officially engaged which is fantastic we love love we love love that is true tyler we love love we also love eight-point
0: leads <laughs> in your uh, weekly picks competition. Um, right. Sergio, yeah,
1: what's next? Uh, Tyler, With... we're going to be previewing week six. We're going to talk about Red River for sure. We're going to talk about Florida, Texas A&M. We're going to talk about all of the games from week coming up on week six. Be sure to keep an eye out for that. Uh, Tyler, anything else you want to say before we wrap this episode up? What could I say? Good to get, come on, what dude. Could
0: come I... on, really? uh No, I'm not going to do you, it. I'm not going to do it. Good lord. I uh, gotta stay humble, stay hungry, <laughs> stay on that grind. Uh, Keep your mind on the grind. I'm, I'm gonna go, go put out the schedule, mm-hmm. do some just do some analytics. Yeah. Be careful not to just pick games based off what I wish I'm seeing, mm-hmm. but what I'm actually seeing. Yes. Anyway, um, this was a great. This was a great Saturday. This was a great Saturday of college football. football. This was a really entertaining Saturday of mm-hmm. college football. Upsets the are magic fun. Is still there. Upsets are fun. Upsets, yeah. The magic of this sport is still there for me. It always will be. Um, it's just weekends like this to remind you of yep. it. But We're very
1: excited to talk about the next uh, batch of games. Yes, we are. And wishing you guys all the best. All right. Stay tuned. You will hear that episode later on this week. This has been another episode of Sideline Judgment. My name is Sergio. My name is Tyler. we are not biased, but go Gators. Go Gators.